I'm looking right at him. What do you mean? I thought I saw it plugged in the no, thing. No, but they oh. unplug, dude. Oh, there it is. Let's yeah, the, keep that connection up with you because it'll come unplugged again. Put it in your lap. Okay, gonna put it in my lap. If I get one more Vitam check, tell me to do something today, I'm gonna murder somebody. Yeah. I'm gonna murder somebody. How's this? Is the audio good? Is it too far back this way? No, you're doing great. Should I? I'm gonna move this in and. Oh, look at that kitten. That. Oh. Look at him. You know, my cats at home don't even fucking get on me for real. Like, they're all over Yeah, these cats love it. These cats are all about it. Because they know. They know me. Speaking of cats, we like to start every episode by reminding you to reach out to Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois. They're very active on social media, and they are a tiny, tiny family-run operation, completely nonprofit. We have rescued thousands of cats in our time. I sit on the board of directors for Caddyshack of New Hamill, Illinois, strictly in a fundraising, brainstorming, uh promotional capacity i have donated uh an ad spot of every single episode of this podcast to caddyshack because i just care about them and i know that they're the real deal and you can help out go to my website jacobv.com j-a-c-o-b-v-i.com and find a link to places to find caddyshack there's a caddyshack tab and uh it's just the right thing to do save a life or nine. nine i was just talking to bug he's gonna sub in for me at my big weekly trivia game at the blue wood tomorrow it's free to play and you can win free beers every round blue wood cherokee and lemp south city come on down st louis baby Woo. coming up hot july 8th is the release show for no antics debut lp fem grime it's all been approved with our Woo. publisher it's all been mastered. It's all been, it's going to be really, really special. My friend Joe, who started this podcast with me, is going to be there selling merch. Joseph. My baby brother is going to be there. What, wait, what weekend is it? July 8th. I guess I'll be there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it a priority. I'm going to be there. I appreciate that. Yep. Uh-huh um what else what else no antics fem grime the mm. first lp it's guys it's an absolute triumph accomplishment are you picking me up i don't know if i'm hearing me right oh no you're you got me never mind yeah i got you you're just not being very loud what i'm i've got the mic in my face and a cat in my lap what do you yeah, want that's where you're supposed to be it's gonna sound great don't uh, you worry about a thing uh, i'm in the middle of a plug a don't you worry about a thing mama I, I listened to that song actually like five times in the last week <laughs> This last uh, weekend, Blinded by Stereo got paid more money than I ever thought possible. I drank so many free Diet Cokes, and we played an hour uninterrupted rock and roll for the people at the raceway for the NASCAR event that uh, the Enjoy Illinois 300, which was also the Confluence Music Festival. We found out the, the day of, of the people that there were no walk-up tickets. There were plenty of tickets on secondary marketplaces, but the event was officially sold out and it was all over social media. I put the whole keyboard cam on the Patreon, and that brings me to what we need to talk about right now. Patreon.com slash Jacob V is the only way to support this show financially. Mm, we got there. two new patrons in the last week. What? A, that is a huge boost for Growing. us. Growing. To get two new ones in less than seven days. Expanding. Is, and I've been putting, if you don't see me doing a podcast, it's because I'm probably on stage somewhere, and I've been putting full videos from the stage of... A lot of those shows on the Patreon. 
you get though you get access to all of those from all time for one dollar a week it's a four dollar monthly commitment and you get access to the last year and a half of exclusive weekly patreon content demos content. unreleased material did you get an interview with flow writer you know what he was in makeup all day oh he was in makeup for a, they powder his whole body he doesn't he wear is makeup. like a powdered donut that was that's horse shit no 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 they have to cream him up good oh man but i got to i got to shout at him through the door i got to say mr flow i just really appreciate <laughs> that song he made about the snapple possum jeans excuse me mr Ryder. excuse me florence it's jacob Florence Ryder. Excuse me. Big Flor fan. Florence James Ryder? Jacob V. Nice to meet you. We were noticing, though, when we were backstage, we were in the, the suites where people watch the races. A, a whole building of them were reserved for talent. And that's where I had all my free Diet Cokes and a little charcuterie board charcuterie. and whatnot. And uh, you seemed like you were having a great time. It was absolutely how I'm supposed to live every day. Show up at noon, catering. <laughs> air-conditioned Denali. I laid on the couch in my own suite by myself for about 30 minutes and listened to my Zen Garden playlist and really got in the thing, and I really felt good I about thought the set. You meant, I thought you meant Soundgarden for a second. It's, me it's a combination. It's it's Zen drones for meditation, and then every now and then Slaves and Bulldozers by Soundgarden. Oh, that's a good one. It's a great combination of tones, if you can get it. I feel like that would mix me up emotionally a little bit. But well, yeah, but you're sensitive. I'm so sensitive. Holy mm. shit. I mean, it's been rough. You're a sensitive boy. I'm so sensitive. I may even give you a little more gain. And sometimes I like to suppress my emotions and mm -hmm. then just let it out. I cried for like 10 minutes at the finale of Ted Lasso. Uh, I'm not talking to you about this. You won't fucking watch it, but I'm you not. gotta. I don't it's, understand. It will improve you as a person. Why? Just like Paddington 2. What? Nothing. It's, it's No, but I understand nothing. the appeal of Ted. I thought the whole consensus was that it was dumb. No, no. I mean, it, it, it's goofy in the beginning, 100%, but the character development and then the way that it's kind of so well-rounded at the end of what Jason Sudeikis wanted it to be, which was three seasons, uh, I think that it was just, I think it was perfect. Also, I watched it following the finale of Barry. But what is it? What did he want it to be? I just, I have no idea. I just know what he dresses like. I think that it transcended what he wanted it to be, but, but what it was ended that? the but way that we he, needed it to be. But, uh, what did he want? What I think he just wanted to be an American football coach that went to go teach soccer in the UK or not teach uh, coach soccer in the UK. And, and, you know, I mean, it's about him dealing with his divorce and his troubles with communicating with his family from such a distance and, you know, uh, being immersed into the culture that is European football. And uh, it was just really great to watch everyone grow and change. And uh, that's all I can really say without you watching the show because it's it's a lot and the best part is is there's so much character development that now they could continue the series without ted lasso uh and i think Ugh. that it would still be a success really yes i think they could do a little spin-off but really just keep things the same with jason sudeikis out and i think it'd be great does he want out well, I think that his intentions were to be, but um, I don't know. But it's so popular now. He could I still mean, he could still he produce, um, but it doesn't it doesn't really matter. We can go on to talk about things we want to talk about. No, I put it in the show prep. Now I want to know. I want to know why you like it so much. We like so much of the same shit. It's just you know when you can laugh and pray 
in uh, in 30 minutes. I think that really says a, a lot. That is maybe know? my favorite <laughs> SNL skit of all time. Oh my I'm god, the, the Tom Hanks Kenan, is the is the Trumper. Kenan Thompson's Black Jeopardy with Tom Hanks as a uh, Make America Great Again guy named Doug. Mm-hmm. That was so good. <laughs> and he kind of talked like my father-in-law, whose name is Doug. D- Doug doesn't talk like that. He kind of talks a little bit like that. Doug doesn't have an accent. No, he doesn't have a southern accent no. of any kind. No, no, he definitely kind of was hamming it up a little bit. But, there but was a, I thoroughly enjoyed that. But it was just that. so funny. I mean, uh, when, when I can laugh and, and pray, pray all in one movie, I love that. <laughs> And then Keenan Thompson comes up to her and says, I really appreciate yeah, you saying you, that. Let me tell you and something about that. I really hand. appreciate he goes, that. <laughs> he puts his hands Whoa! up. <laughs> That's like, I, I will totally, like, uh, I use this fuck. as a colloquialism that I refer to the SNL crowd as like the establishment left that kind of run media. Mm-hmm. And they kind of, they want to speak social justice from a place of privilege. And I just don't think that's, uh, you know, I think that's the, like, uh, the, ad, the person who really enjoys that show who doesn't want to be on it. They just enjoy it. It's just a very um, removed from reality type of demographic. Well, that- and I've listened to a lot of uh, interviews with people who both have like written for and starred in or both you know in the show. And it just sounds like a really complicated thing to participate in. And then so when they do it for that long, like the fact that Keenan Thompson was doing it for was it now like what was it like 12 or 14 seasons something like that has he been that long it's been a long time i remember the season he first came on and i remember just being so proud of him because well i mean we grew up remember all that in the keenan and kel show we were that exact and i thought all that was the coolest show Mm, and and that opening music well that's all that Oh, this is all that. This, this is, is all that. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can listen to that all day. And they had like real R and B and hip hop acts on that show. I mean, performing clean versions of their material, of course. But it was just like mm-hmm. a like you would get like. <sighs> I can't find my thing. What's your uh, thing? But it doesn't matter. Okay. It's, a, it's probably in my car. Um, but yeah, that was a great show. And so I'm never going to you know, get that paper boo-boo. For them to keep him on like that for that long in such a, what is otherwise such a white institution, for him to be such a long-standing symbol to you know young people of color of you know being a successful television comedian person. I don't know. I just, I love Kenan Thompson. I love that bit. I'm not generally a fan of SNL, but we all kind of grew up with it. So I don't know. It has <sighs> changed a lot since, you know, so I'm not going to watch Ted Lasso. Way back then. That's fine. I mean, if it were a reality TV show with, if, a, bunch yeah. of, with a bunch of rich assholes, just that's what I like. We're watching feelings. Miami right now. I think that today is something about Vanderpump Rules is happening or something. Yeah, the skit. There's like okay, so they did a three part, part reunion, yeah. and then I watched. I watched the one two weeks ago. I watched the uh, reunion part one or whatever. They did a three part reunion for this season, and then more shit came to light after the fact. They're just milking the shit out of it. And meanwhile, mm. St. Louis native Andy Cohen is uh, getting his producer credit, baby, and racking in the mills, daddy. Who's the guy that pissed off everyone because he cheated on his girlfriend? Um, Tom Sandoval, who is from like who is from like Hazelwood or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's got a terrible mustache, and he's forty. Uh, he's like forty I something said, years old. I said he looked like if someone gave uh, Justin Long a bunch of Botox. 
Yeah, he looks like um, if if Justin Long had an older brother mm-hmm. that uh, really tightened it up in the face. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was like you remember the guy John whatever from The Walking Dead who was in Wolf of Wall Street. John Bernthal. John Bernthal. Mm-hmm. His podcast sucks. He has a podcast? Yeah, it's called The Real Ones. Oh, I, I wouldn't listen to and that. And he just bros down with Shia LaBeouf and talks about, man, when you have a baby. Listen, I just want to see. Insti- your paternal instincts kick no. in and it just gives you a reason to live, bro. No. You know what I'm saying, bro? I, I, like, just, yeah, I just want to see his crooked nose and his abs. That's all I want. Yeah, give me the abs and the nose. I really don't need him to talk. He would be a good John Wick because he doesn't need, I don't need him to talk. Don't talk to me, John. Yeah, you know what, John Get Wick, out there. I've only seen that one John Wick movie, and no. he doesn't really say a lot in it, he just kind of does stuff. There's one point where still he just convinced. goes to the guy, he goes, I need a gun. We talked about that. That was you that told like me that? Like four podcasts I looked ago. it up, though. I watched it uh, a couple weeks it's later. the way he says it, and I thought it immediately, I haven't seen any of these. Is this guy, is he autistic? And you remember when I started this podcast, I was in the middle of he a, might have a the massive burgers. playthrough of... Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 and the acting and that was kind of similar. It was really that's co- what it is. It was really cool to he's not an angry man in real yeah. life and he's bad at faking it. Yeah, it was really really cool to see him in the game, but mm. his you just didn't buy any of the dialogue because the character that was written was not at all his temperament. Right, but you gotta you gotta let him try. Yeah, he's come a long way. Oh, and I love Keanu Reeves. And he's done, he's experienced a lot oh, in his I, life love keanu reeves he's lost friends he's lost he's lost uh, romantic i'm partners. thinking about doing a little lip filler you don't need that i think it'd be nice are you going for like a princess peach like tom hardy lip thing what are you doing i don't know what that is you've never seen tom hardy's lips not recently they're like princess peach lips they don't really have a, a bump a bump a bump in the middle it's just kind of one bump Look it up. Look up Tom Hardy Princess Peach Lips, and you'll know what I'm talking about. Someone has put that into Google already. That's that's probably a whole. It probably has its own subreddit. Look at this kitten. We each got one. We got one. We got a his and hers kitten situation. They're both his. No, I know, but I'm the hers. Oh yeah, that's it's like a vanity. But they're good babies. Um, Ted Lasso Patreon. Uh, I'm gonna try to release a couple new songs this summer that I've been kind of sitting on that I haven't finished yet. I think mm-hmm. my friend Molly from No Antics is going to help me finish a couple of them. They're both on my live album from the time. I love No Antics. I love seeing them live. I've seen them in multiple places now. And like, I, it's cool that you're there, but I genuinely enjoy the yeah, energy Yeah, and that's the thing stage. that I really enjoy about it is that mm-hmm. it, it is its own thing. It's just, just me with a band. It's like there's it's a, the band is its own demon. And then I get to be a part of that. It, it really is. It's a bunch of people doing different shit and just making it work together on stage. That bass player, he's like that kid from the Wild Thornberries. Yeah. Uh, and then and then and then Molly. And then what's the drummer? What's his name? Austin? No. What's Miles. Miles, like Miles. He just got that good boy face and energy. Yeah. He just said he's just a good boy. He's a sweet boy. Seems like a sweet boy. Uh, and then there's that other tall guy. Yeah, Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Didn't really meet him, but he seems nice. Oh, he is nice. You'd like him a lot. He's a good hugger. Oh, I love good hugs. He's one of us. You know what the thing is, though, is over the years, I, I, I used to be really aggressive with my hugs. I used to just walk up to people and pick them up. Uh, but now, if someone hugs me at random, I'm not okay with it. Like, I love people sometimes, especially if I know them. But if I get a hug from a stranger, it, it sets my day off. Oh, I don't have that. I have the opposite problem. What's that? I'll hug anybody. I'll hug a demon. Well, you'll do. You'll you'll give strangers rides to gas stations. Mm-hmm. I'll kiss them on the mouth. I don't do that anymore either. 
Yeah, we got to quit doing that. Yeah, I'm, it's just not safe in I'm this economic environment right now. It's I'm not safe to just be close to reinforcing my car. You can't let people know that you have a catalytic converter. Mm, I got like five of them, and you can't let people know that because well, I drive around with them in the back, and there's copper. Because if I get one stolen, then I just pop a new one on. Probably gold, silver. I mean, it's like a, it's, it's like, it's like a little bundle of loot. You see how someone, uh, someone patented the idea for like catalytic converter cages. You put a cage around your catalytic converter, so it can't but get then, stolen. But then they just cut out all around it, and they take the whole thing. Oh yeah, those those uh, those angle grinders, man, they'll fucking take it out. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. I've cut so much metal in the last two months with angle grinders, and you can get, really? you can get some shit off of stuff. Why are you cutting metal? I just do really whatever your father tells me to do for money. He's got you cutting metal. I do a lot. Wouldn't it be great if I the next time I see my daddy's on the news because he's running a ring of stolen catalytic and I almost said catalytic. <laughs> Cataclysm. But someone someone climbed over his fence in his old Kirkwood house that he no longer owns and stole a catalytic converter off of his big old truck. Why would they climb the fence? I don't know. He had security footage of it because he has cameras because he's crazy. He saw him climbing the fence? He just saw the video of it after the fact. What did they do with that? They took it and they went away with it. No, but then what happens? Well, so when they, they cut off the catalytic converter and then they leave with it. I meant what did dad do? Oh, I don't know. I guess it's insured. I maybe I'm not sure. You know, maybe the insurance company would be like, "No, that's an act of God." So uh, St. Louis done. residents watching this, um, you could text us live. You can uh, comment, and I, I think the mm -hmm. multi-stream chat is working. Mm -hmm. Hashtag but where my cat at? If any of my neighbors mm -hmm. have stolen your catalytic converter, I would love to know what your insurance company told you about that. That's a good question. You I, didn't I let me finish my original thought, though. What was that? I'm thinking about releasing a couple of new songs from Jacob V and the Yes Men because June 24th, we are playing a free show before Chris moves to Atlanta. Why is Chris moving to Atlanta? The rest of his family is there. We knew it was a matter of time. I knew that his brother was there, but I didn't know no, that his he was parents still moved there. there several years ago. Is it because there's grandbabies involved? Uh, I think they were also merging homes with his grandfather, and so they brought him up from Florida. They made him in Atlanta, and they kind of set up shop there. They've always liked it there. Mm. And then, um, yeah, Craig got married the same day Keenan and I did. Yes, I recall. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, nothing really beats that Atlanta three hours to get anywhere kind of traffic. Well, they live in the northern suburbs, I think. And, oh. you know, unless That's you're different. like a, unless you're, you know, commuting to work downtown every day. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I'm sure the traffic's worse than here. But. It's bad. I've driven through Atlanta like twice and, uh, and it's just, it's, it's just dead stop fucking parking lot on the highway kind of traffic it's horrible mm -hmm. and it's hot it's and, hot it, and it's hot but uh, i'm excited about it because i think no antics wants to go play in atlanta and so having friends there is helpful mm -hmm. and uh um we could always go do a jacob v thing down there and stay with them we could do a podcast there you and me go down there that's maybe what you should start doing maybe you should start playing drums for me I haven't played a drum set in like I'll teach you. 10 years. I, buddy, I'm in summer camp mode right now. You know, I, you know the I'm last doing time, rock shows with children every I, Friday for the next nine weeks. you know the last weeks. time I played drums? You know when, when, when the last time I played drums was? At Mike Duffy's that one uh, time? Nope. I was, did I play the drums at Mike Duffy's? That was longer ago. I was living in Kansas City. I was shit house drunk in Westport in Kansas City. And there was a street band. Uh, and I gave them $10 to let me play a song with them. And I was way too drunk, and it did not go well. And I forgot that I hadn't touched a drum set in like six years. So it was just a whole lot 
a sloppy. Yeah, but I think you um I think you start playing drums for me in July and um and I'll get you up to snuff, don't worry. Sure. Yeah, um, if you quit letting my drums get stolen out of your car. It was out of the alley. We're it was not just we're the not, kick drum. And I bought like, a in, it was in your car in the alley. I bought a period correct replacement. It's just a different color. That pearl? Yeah. That red one over there? I still can't believe you let that blue one get away though. I know. I can't well I was I was out there. Like I was just running stuff into here from the alley. Mm -hmm. And I came back and like half of it was gone. And I had done so many trips. I had never seen anybody. It was just wild. Um Ugh. but I got that one for thirty bucks and it's the exact same series and era and everything. It's just That's a different good. color. So we'll be good. I didn't okay. like that blue anyway. I was fine with the blue. I have the rest of them. It was a seven piece drum kit. We're gonna be okay. Okay. I got the rest of the pieces. Do you still have that that fifty inch uh uh zildjian uh hi-hat that you got oh me? yeah those the are my black hats, baby those are good pitch black daddy right. master sound fam now um so there's two songs on my live album from the heavy anchor in 2019 that have never been released in a studio form and we've been working on those and so i'm gonna try to get them out they probably won't be live in time for the show on the 24th but we'll put the masters up on patreon by then and then they'll be out shortly thereafter but um you know it just sort of came up and so we decided to squeeze one last thing together and the heavy anchor was booked for emo night so i said what if we do something a little earlier in the evening for free at the blue wood where i do a lot of my entertainment oh god you're gonna be playing like full band shit at blue no wood? i'm i got a drum shield i'm borrowing a drum shield from a guy it's just so loud and well and ev everything else is going to be um into the pa and it's gonna be a saturday evening people can go somewhere else if it's gonna be too loud there's just a lot of services to bounce stuff off of well right but that's why i'm gonna use the drum shield okay and so that if can they can do it in a mega church they can do it at bluewood oh yeah mm -hmm. and actually the crowd is so fucking loud in there usually i mean you'll learn this tomorrow like you gotta be very intentional with how you set up the the jbl and you gotta really crank it so uh, and I saw a comedy show there, and you couldn't hear the comedians. So I'm like, you know what? We need more sound. They did a comedy show? Yeah. And just like the mic At wasn't the loud wood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'd love to do more stuff like that there. I'd love to do an open mic there. Oh, that'd be fun. Um, you just got to get those people's approval. Yeah, I need to get like a full-time day job so I could do fun stuff like that in the evening. Mm -hmm. But the, um, the thing with... Uh, yeah, so I, I was worried about that because I want Chris to be able to play his full drum set with his real sticks or whatever, but I got a buddy who's going to let me borrow his acrylic drum shield, and I just got to go to Wildwood and pick it up from his parents. Wildwood? I know. That's why I don't have it already. Ugh. Otherwise, it would already be down here. You know what? I hear that they have a good restaurant there called the Wildwood Cafe. I hear that the food is delicious. I'm not not a sponsor. And I'm I, not said, I said, hey, you know what? Where is the Wildwood Cafe? And I got told Wildwood, and that's all I know about it. You could look it up. Nope, nope. That's about as much as I'm going to People are about so that. shitty about it. People will not tell you where stuff is anymore. Well, you know, we do have the Googles. <laughs> yeah, but like I can visualize most of the metropolitan area. Same. With my fucking brain. So I know how me, to get mostly Tell anywhere. me it's on a street that people know about, maybe, and I'll mm -hmm. fucking be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Like, oh, well, that's word. how a conversation works. A conversation is not, I like the Wildwood Cafe. Oh, where's that? Fuck you. Yeah, no, Google that's it. Goes. That's not a conversation, Daddy. Well, conversations don't really happen a lot these days. That's what I'm like, saying. It's because no. you let all the kids watch the MTV. No, it's because we all have really short attention spans. Huh? It says we all have really short attention spans. I listened to an interview um, with uh, some jackass. I don't know. Uh, it was on NPR, and this was like five years ago, talking about how the average human attention span now 
is like eight seconds. And that's it. And that made Vine really helpful because seven second videos. Hell, you got time for a video and then a second, you know? Well, that's a chicken or egg thing. Was Vine successful in that or did it just, or did it get us down to that? Mm, it might have been a little bit of both. might have helped itself, you know? Yeah. It might have gotten in while the getting was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then now, you know, we got the ticky tackies and everything. And you can, you can, hell, you could even do Instagram stories, I think, up to three minutes now. Ten. Ten? Sorry, yeah. I yelled that. Ten minutes? Ten. Ten. Lipstick. In my Valentino white bag. In my Valentino white bag. Uh, That's crazy. So I think I have two new songs we're going to try to finish up. Molly from No Antics, that's where we were, is going to help me. We really um, got away from that. Because that's my thing is like with this and everything, like I I don't, I've only ever done like one episode of this podcast by myself because I need some, I need a a warm body to bounce off. How boring was that episode? It was short. Oh, that's fair. It was, you know, I was like just giving everybody an update and got to move it on. You got to give me somebody to talk to. That's Um, fair. And so I'm just putting my phone up here so I can quit reaching for it. Get your phone up there. Uh, oh, yeah. Put a phone on it. Pull those pants up. I, they're up. We are not a monolith. Um, I am not a spider So are you okay? Hmm? <laughs> I'm okay, I guess. No, actually, you know what? I had an, I had an existential crisis because, you know, I've been working construction for your father basically for the last two months because i quit my job back in the end of march and uh, i thought that i'd have a thing by now but then when i had those five interviews with a certain tech company in the area and i still didn't get the job five interviews five interviews and i still didn't get they were talking about start dates whatever uh and i still didn't get the job that kind of crushed me a little bit because i was so invested in it i put all my eggs in that basket and that happened i was in and then that tech company took that basket of eggs and threw them against the wall and uh and that's okay like i I accept their decision i appreciate the opportunity did you do what i told you seems like some cool people what did you tell them all the things i told you to tell them i didn't tell them about uh your podcast so that probably did you tell them that you're a, a radical non-binary communist? I did not tell them that either. That's what they want to hear. It was hard to slip that into the conversation. Find out who got your job, and I guarantee you in their Twitter bio, it says some of those things. Mm, you might be right. I don't really know who got the job, and I don't really care. But the fact of the matter is, is I'm so up in the air right now with everything that I was I was shopping for a, a tool belt on a Home Depot website two days ago, and I was like, what am I doing? Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking buy a tool belt. I don't know. I mean, you would have quit by now if it if if it ever got to a sustained point of being bad enough. Well, to there quit. are some good days and there are some bad days, and as we both know, our father can be a little bit much sometimes when he's anxious, uh, and that's just a thing that sometimes happens. Other than that, other than that, sometimes I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the product of the work. Like that's I enjoy, what they say. I enjoy the, I enjoy going in there and there being nothing, and, and then, then leaving, a week, and you a, built a week later, you know, coming back there two or three times and then there's a thing there that you were a part of that being there but then there's some days where it's like well hold on a minute why am i am i just here to pass you two old fuckers wood like am i just here to take the wood off the truck and hand you the wood you're the wood guy i'm the wood guy I the do, woodsman? I, i'm doing the i'm doing the grunt work and it's just kind of like listen i'm, I'm, I'm that's almost, what's really I'm almost 32 years old i've met i'm doing the same like shit i'm doing the same shit that i was doing when i worked for him like a decade ago except for now i'm trusted with several more power tools and it's like well that's nice Nah, yeah it's fun until he does that thing where he doesn't understand that he's been doing it for 35 years and i've been doing it for maybe an accumulative six months of my entire fucking life and uh, so i don't work as quickly as he does and then there's a level of anxiety 
you know, that yeah. sets in on everybody. But his pace is also mellower than it was then, I'm sure. Oh, goodness gracious, you were correct. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that he's got bad joints. Uh, he used to build a monster deck in a day. Oh. I think it took us three days to make a deck this time. Oh, God. But it was a big deck. Well. It was like a 16 by 20 deck. Well, and there's always an extra day because you got to pour the posts and leave them. That was pretty easy, actually. No, but you but you have to wait. But we did it at the end of the day. Right. So then we came back two days later. That shit was ready, and uh, we did everything else. But also, the cost of everything now. I hear them talking about the material costs. Yeah. The the decking alone for this 16 by 20 deck was uh, was roughly $7,000. Well, that was that's why I don't have a deck yet. Yeah, because it would cost you $10,000 to get the deck that you it want. It would be like five grand just in materials and for, the, for the minimal 10-foot deck about I the wanted la the labor. in my humble backyard here in my Southampton and home. Wood, the cost of wood has come down a lot since COVID, but it's still expensive ass wood. Mm -hmm. But that's not what people are here to talk about. No, I think it's valuable perspective. And that thing is special. That thing that, that feeling of actually completing something physical, creating something, seeing it come together. Mm. You don't leave with a sense of like regret or like, what am I doing? Or why don't well, I have purpose? Because my job before that was in an office and it was doing the same thing. You don't get to see thing. any of the progress. No, it was you doing the same the thing every fucking day. And you know what I really, the, my favorite thing about that shitty fucking job was solving a problem. Someone would come to me and be like, hey, there's a huge snowstorm out in Utah. All the highways are shut down. 80 shut down. No one can get the fuck out of Ogden, Utah right now. We have to reschedule these appointments with the Walmart distribution centers that are over on the East Coast. And I would solve that problem myself. And I would be able to tell three people, hey, don't worry. Don't worry your little weird fucking heads. I fixed the problem. Mm -hmm. And then I would get one and a half thank yous out of the three people. And then I would feel good for a solid 45 minutes. One and a half thank yous is funny. <laughs> yeah right exactly uh and you know that was probably the only thing i actually enjoyed about that job was problem solving the rest was tedious bullshit yeah um you are innately great you have potential for vast and unimaginable greatness living within you hey 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 I've already listened to that Snoop Dogg song. And you were free to pursue the development of that greatness, but other people have more than they need because they prey on unclaimed greatness. Other people mm. gather up the greatness that many of us leave on the table, and if you become too great, you will threaten the greatness that they've harnessed and hoarded. They may try to stop you, but you are still great. You are still entitled to your greatness. Did you, you write just, this down? Yeah, you okay. just have to let everyone know. <laughs> That you are there to get yours. I was, did you rehearse, rehearse this in the car? No, this is just the weekly affirmation for this episode. Oh, that's good. Weekly just, affirmations are actually very you important. You gotta have that. Well, you know what I do is uh, is I I don't do that at all, and then I uh, and then I, I take out my uh, my pent up aggressions on my loved ones. Well, it's like posture. It's like I'll sit like shit for three months, and then one day I'll go like this for like 30 seconds, and mm -hmm. I'll feel like I fixed it. Have you tried upping your fiber intake? Uh, no. I hear it does wonders. I, I refuse before. to do it. There's, but sometimes I'll have an extra slice of bread a day, and uh, it'll just do it. What kind of bread? Uh, that healthy, that healthy uh, grainy bread, you know, the one with the grains in it. The sprouted grains? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's good mm -hmm. for you. I'll just do an extra one that's of those. That's like a steel scrubby through your colon. I'll throw like an extra like two or three of those in my week, and I have a whole different week. 
Sometimes I think lack of fiber is really what's causing all my problems. Well, you got to have fiber because if you get gunked up, you're going to feel heavy. You're going to feel sluggish. Uh, yeah. You, I'm already heavy and sluggish. I'm six, seven, and 300 pounds. Yeah, you want to be hydrated and a little hungry at all times. Mm, I do drink roughly four to five liters of water a day right now. But it was so humid today, my shirt was completely saturated by lunch and then dried at lunch, and then I completely saturated it again. No, you should I don't want to know how much sweat came out of me. No, bring I, a couple shirts. I just did the one shirt today, and it was a bad idea. No, you got to bring a couple shirts. It was heavy. And it, was it was my wet. second shirt today. I overslept this morning because my mattress swallowed my phone. And I was supposed to be at summer camp at 8.30, and I woke up, and then I was like, it's bright in here. Alexa, what time is it? And she said, it's 10.41. And I said... My babies. When did you have to be there? Eight thirty. Oh my god! They what thought happened? I was dead. They were convinced. Oh I was dead. no! This is like that time that I was supposed to come help you with your moving in day at this house. It was a lot like that, except for there were plenty of. Other and my phone there. fell behind the couch. It was on a charger and it had alarm set, but it fell behind the couch. I don't have keys or anything, so it wasn't like. And that. I was missing for a whole total of ninety minutes, and you guys called everyone. We were looking in for St. your Louis. body. I you, gave you the only you key to the hospitals house. and police stations and morgues. You had people driving the routes home from the bar that i work out to work at to home well you went out after you had told people you weren't going out mm, yeah i did that back and the then. only other person who knew that you had gone out was also asleep mm-hmm. well danielle knew exactly where i was mom called her and she said he's probably he's probably there and uh and uh oh speaking of that topic we should probably bring kai back on the show soon. i love it people love kai well i talked to andy uh, you know you know andy and i talked to andy recently he said he you just resubscribed to the patreon welcome back andrew jaycox andrew jaycox love you man uh he said shout out he said love the episodes with you guys but that one where you brought on your buddy kai i really enjoyed that episode and i was like oh yeah. that's lovely i think that was a good it was a good um and also we were fired up because i'd locked my keys in my car you guys had been drinking it was a fun time oh but we had no, been drinking yeah. kai is a good addition to the show he's welcome anyway. oh and then we burned through like a 12 pack of beer and, and you only bought 12 beers to do a podcast I, it was an hour po i didn't think we were gonna rifle through a 12 pack of beer in an hour i i raised you better than that well you know i'm trying to dial it back i barely even drink anymore now okay. I, I probably drink once maybe twice a week tops and sometimes it's only a couple i used to go balls to the wall six nights a week and I was making have twice what I am now, you know? So I, 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 saw, I saw no difference because I was spending all that additional funds on the booze. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What else you got on that list? Um, I was probably supposed to be gay. Probably. But I grew up in the Midwest in the 90s in a historically Catholic family uh yes and your father said that he'd kill you he did tell me gay. he would kill me he yeah. told me he had unregistered firearms we both know that that was a lie but, no you don't have to but, register him in missouri no no the the killing thing but i think it really oh. stuck with you well yeah i was i was a child yeah but also i don't know why we do this to children we interrogate them about their sexual preferences and project on them all of our curiosities and our insecurities way mm. before they would even have the desire or the privilege of acting on any of those feelings well as a non-parent i think i'm very qualified to talk about the subject so as a non-parent i can say that my biggest fear as a parent would be the ina the inability to help my offspring with their life and their growth as an individual so if someone were if i were a uh, you know a 100 percent you know white cis straight male raising another one that's that sort of similarly looks to me 
right and they're just white male baby and then that baby told me that i that it was gay i would be fully unprepared to help them with their next step in life so then i would be filled with fear and anxiety on uh the outcome of, of their you know future ventures and so that would make me angry because i could not fix that problem yeah. for them that would be the stress or even the danger that could be there and a lot of people externalize uh, that onto their children and as so if their children I can think respond that that's a gentle way to go about that but also some people just hate gay people and that that also is a big factor when it comes to the people that were trying to force their children to be hetero and like <clears throat> So we project all that onto them and we interrogate them like me since I was a little kid. Are you gay? You better not be gay. But if you were to have sex, which I totally don't approve of, who would that be with? And can you describe it to me? Can you slow down? Can you dim the lights? I think all adults have some aspect of their sexual identity that develops in a way that was not ideal for them. So a lot of adults look back and think, man, wouldn't it have been exciting if I had just known how to participate in a sexual romantic relationship or encounter in a way that was safe, mm -hmm. but all of those other kinds of exciting, just, like on TV, the, the being of the being open-minded and less fearful and more just straight up supportive would have changed a lot of people's lives in relationships with their parents. Yeah, I think. Uh, and then it wouldn't really matter if you were gay or straight or pan or bi or whatever you were, uh, as long as they were just there to be supportive. But a lot of people are so scared of change and scared of the unknown, which for them is, you know, the lifestyle of a gay or pan or bisexual individual, then it makes them try to push that away. And, and then it causes resentment over time, because if there's one thing that happens in a relationship between two people, no matter what the nature of that relationship is, is if you, uh, push back and don't allow the person to operate as an individual and support them and nurture them, there's going to be developed re uh, resentment over time. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge thing, especially in the Midwest, especially in the Bible Belt. Well, uh, that's a, and there's lots of places like this. In Boston is really historically Catholic, and so there's a lot mm -hmm. of deep-seated uh, homophobia throughout communities in places like that, mm -hmm. which is very similar to St. Louis is the only reason I mention it. And I don't blame anybody. It's not anybody's fault. I don't have any regrets. I don't want to change anything about who I am at this point. But I know it, things would have been different in a different climate. I mean, it was just crazy then. How different it is to now. It's so weird to look at how different it is between now and even when I was in high school. I just don't really think that any demographic needs that level of hatred and refusal to like understand yeah or, or or support and that's it unless you're except for pedophiles fuck pedophiles you know oh right yeah Naturally. i mean that that's one group that we all specifically agree you know just kind of like yeah no fuck them yeah but the rest they just need some love and understanding and a little bit of patience i had a great conversation i end up doing the q a at the, the congregation i work for on sundays and with the speakers a lot of the time we import speakers because it's not a uh like a traditional christian organization or anything it's a uh, not it's a secular spot and i um the guy this week secular. represents a uh a group called black pride stl which is a it used to just be a festival and it was a specific festival catered to the lgbt community within the black community locally and it's grown into an organization that does a lot of stuff and i got to really ask him a lot of questions about um how are these issues uh how are like for example lgbtq issues um not specific enough to the black lgbtq issues and he's very uh uh easy to talk to he's a very lovely guy I forget his name um 
Rafters, I think was his last name. And he but Black Pride STL is his thing. And this was a huge um thing is that like uh, a lot of the problem is lack of visibility and understanding um between different groups. It's really hard to communicate with someone who doesn't understand what you have to contend with every day. Right. right exactly. And so I think we just try to force reality on the children because a lot of people have children as um, they don't know what else to do and it just kind of happens. They're just like, let's just do it. And so they don't prepare themselves for those hard conversations. And a lot of people try to avoid them entirely, which is why we always have this complicated relationship with sex ed in schools because it's like some people want the school to do it for them. Some people want the school to do it for them, but only the way that they want them to do it. Some people want... Um, the school did not address it at all. You know what I mean? And uh, it just builds this really complicated climate to, to grow up in. Especially when you figure out as you get older and older, nobody has it figured out. People that act like they're, they're experts get busted doing creepy shit all the time. And it's just not... Like the Dalai Lama. The fucking Dalai Lama, brother. Hey, hey listen here, kid. Suck on my tongue. Hey, listen here, kid. Look just at, suck on my tongue a little bit. It's okay. I don't understand. And then, and then his PR team were just kind of like, oh, he says the, he's so good. He he's says the craziest thing. He sometimes. lives in Tibet. It's like when, like, remember that show? Kids say the darnest things. Yeah, it was exactly how they did that. It's like the Dalai Lama says the and funniest. They were, the, you they know were like Dolly, Dolly, oh, oh, Dolly, hello, Dolly. Jacob, Jacob, can you see what's happening? Right I now? love it. I love that he's putting his bubble Dude, right on your face, right there. You know, they say that when cats do this, it's a sign of trust. But right. He now, trusts I don't, you too I, much. I don't trust it's him. too much trust for I don't me. trust his big fat ass my favorite thing about the word trust is one time I was just sitting in front of MTV2 and Usher had just released the video for Climax which is a pretty mm, good song actually and the video includes a lot of really long takes where it's not cutting away and he's <sighs> dancing and singing to the camera oh, and Miguel just kept saying yeah it takes a lot of trust to make a music video like that you really gotta trust the camera you gotta trust it and that's how Miguel talks mm -hmm. he talks like mm -hmm. like that sure thing and uh and so whenever someone says that that's what i flash back to so you're you got your hands full over there mm -hmm. so um be nice to children is what, what i'm trying to say i'd like to quit mcdonald's and move to quick trip exclusively but why i mean no i mean i'm not really ever since i got rid of the snack mm -hmm. wrap i'm fully pretty much against mcdonald's mm -hmm. uh the only time i really ever get mcdonald's is a last resort situation but quick trip you know what? Actually, I kind of fuck with a lot of their hot food. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, now that I think about it. Like, I haven't gotten it in a minute, but, like, I used to, like, stop there and get, like, a, one of those little breakfast tacos. Oh, I love the breakfast options. But you know what they need? They need, like, a little bit of hot sauce. Little hot sauce packets for those breakfast they tacos. They do that. What? They have little packets of Cholula. Where? Uh, with all the packets. I don't know. Whoa. Oh, you mean, oh, you mean all the way on the other side of the fucking gas station from the hot rack? No, over by like the nacho bar. Yeah, that's all the way on the other side of the situation. Which one? The one in Afton's, the one that's right by my oh, home. That, I, you know how I feel about Afton. I live there. I don't like it. Your there. mother lives there. I don't like Your it. Your aunt lives there. I don't like it as a municipality. I don't like the people that built that community. I don't like them. I Your don't uncle's like, a fireman there. I, I like him. He's a hero. He's one of the most respected. He's not on the architecture well review board. in that department. And uh, and apparently he doesn't have to do that much because uh, because well he's a leader he's like their mother figure he's, I their, think. he's their engineer he's the he's the station mother I did think. you hear that he got a Mother's Day card from everyone uh, on Mother's Day 
No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, because they call him mom. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because he cooks their meals and everything. Yeah. So they got him a Mother's Day card, and I just think that's funny because he's, he's massive. A, he's a he's, sweet man. He's like the second largest feed him check next to me. He facilitated both of my vaccinations. Uh, you know what? I would trust him. I would. He's At also he's of, also one of the kindest. Oh, sweet man! I got to hang out with him last Saturday. I was out in Hillsboro helping your father build a deck on uh, building some steps on his deck uh, at his new home, and Chris showed up, and I was like, "Chris, ugh, hi, Chris. It's good to see you." That's all I said to him the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. life is complicated. Well, you know, I mean, everyone's busy and got stuff. He's got daughters. His wife's his wife's busy. You know, so so things. last time you were on the show, we talked about the circuit attorney that got killed on the highway oh yeah james and it turns out yeah he was a, actually a good friend of ours and we yeah. didn't know that at the time his family made me a giant foam sword so i could go larping with them once yeah it was way back in like 2000 and, and at the time six that we were reading five. the story we had no idea that we knew this person we didn't even know he was a lawyer mm-hmm. oh and the worst part is he, i think he got married in 2021 yeah he's married mm-hmm. uh, uh do they have kids i don't know and um well they definitely don't if they're definitely not going to have him now because he's dead unfortunately he was but. a sweet guy and he went from slanging he pizzas with his nice family guy. through law school to a position of service and prestige in our community like that he had a lot of good left to give yeah and i just feel so horrible for his family and he, for his wife he lives behind a twin brother who i'm hurting for dearly oh i hope that alex is okay. and a wife whom i can only imagine is just still shocked and I devastated i can't believe it so hug somebody i mean you know when you hear about something like that happening you have no idea that you're going to actually know the fucking person involved and i, I had been to their childhood home i've met their mom oh yeah you know what i mean oh yeah um and it's just not the the way i would have wanted his story to end his father took me and and him and alex we all went to go see uh um episode three uh rise of the sith together at the galaxy theater revenge of the sith yeah that one sorry you know there's so many fuck i know i just stopped caring about i've totally forgot about the the new one and all their names the the only good one was episode seven i don't want to get into it but um, but uh yeah the ryan johnson one no no episode eight was ryan johnson Uh, i like that one i i hated that get out of here no i like that one i I can't do it i can't do it i can't i can't do it you gotta just give me a fucking just give me some air okay i love you i'm sorry i can't do it okay um but yeah i went with him and uh and his father and his bro and his twin brother and we all went and saw revenge of the sith at uh at the galaxy theater i can smell that theater right now i could smell that car on the way there i can sure. smell the four of you that's like that story when you and me and dad went to see kangaroo jack it's like just picture mm. picture the cave troll from um fellowship of the ring and mm-hmm. then three of those they've got the cave troll. stampeding toward your ticket booth i mean imagine the fear imagine the fog on the glass mm-hmm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing Goldmember, the third Austin Powers movie Yikes. with your father in theaters. I think we were on a road trip too. That is an example of a period in time where life was too good and we had no idea. We still had a lot of things to fix and complain about, but life was really good. And we're like, you know what? When we're people, stopping here for the night. We're going to get a hotel room. When you could go to a movie theater and just enjoy a garbage comedy like that, just and just relish in it, and just the popcorn was a dollar and shit. Mm-hmm. People had no idea mm-hmm. the bubble that was going to burst. Yep, and then and then you walk in on stuff in the hotel room that you don't want to walk in on and you just never really forget those memories so what else you got on that list what is that referring nothing doesn't matter uh did you see something i walked in on some stuff you walked in on something i don't remember if it was exactly that trip but it was it was a trip like that what trip hmm what trip it was a trip with our family when our parents were together again i don't feel like i have to say anymore what's what else you got on that list over there let's move on let's move on 
Um, it's hard out there, folks. Uh, hard out there. Chaos persists. Uh, Kim Gardner's resignation took effect June first, and nobody had any idea how that was going to go. There were were not really any plans. It took forever for them to name somebody else. Their name I don't have currently. Um, also, charges refused in a Cherokee Street shooting a couple weeks ago. Are you talking about the Cinco shooting? Uh, police said the shooting. Yeah, the fucking that. Yeah, yeah. Ch- like those guys just started firing into a crowd during Cinco de Mayo. Oh, it was on Cinco de Mayo. It was Cinco on Cherokee. Yeah, my buddy was working that event, and uh, he was he was like had just taken the golf cart to go get, go get more beer for their tent, and then these guys just started popping off. And yeah, no charges were were in the video here. You can clearly see the gunmen's faces. The gunwoman mm-hmm. and another gentleman had a gun, mm-hmm. and the gun people. Uh, police said the shooting happened at about seven thirty p.m. on Saturday. That would have been May fifth, I believe fifth or sixth i can't remember whatever it was that weekend but yeah they just and then people uh, rioted and took all of the beer out of one of the tents at least one and i think a couple people got shot and uh, it's just like what the fuck and then yeah no charges just uh that's the thing just happened um and uh, i guess the argument she was taken into custody and Mm -hmm. uh go ahead uh they they were caught on video they Department filed charges with the attorney with the circuit attorney's office, but charges were later refused, citing lack of evidence and victim refuses to assist. So nobody wanted to say anything, and even though they had this lady on camera waving a gun, mm-hmm. I guess inherently without the victim's assistance, they can't articulate a charge. Right. Well, also there's that thing called the bystander effect, which is when you are with a group of people and some shit's going down, and you expect other people to step in, so then you don't have to. And uh, that's the same way that lady got sexually assaulted by that right homeless guy. Right in front of the luminary. That, the same way that uh, lady got sexually assaulted on that subway train by that homeless guy. Yeah. And no one did anything. People just started recording. Well, but and then. no one stepped in. But then that crazy guy was on the train and they choked him to death. And then that guy's going to jail. Who got choked to death? Some guy that like, he, what he would do is he'd spend all morning, I think, uh, rubbing a giant rock of crack on his face. And then Ooh. he'd get in his michael jackson attire and he would replace his hands with knives and he would go on the subway and dance wow and he would also expose himself to people that's the thing that's resurfaced is is there's been a lot of video of this guy like exposing himself to people and uh but he's dead now and i don't want that to be what i do with my crack rocks is i rub them on my armpits like deodorant and then nobody knows and it sort of just seeps in slowly And it gives me a good first half of my day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's good. So uh, Glendale sophomore who recorded <laughs> teachers saying racial slur suspended for policy violation. One more time. Sorry. Glendale sophomore who recorded teachers saying a racial slur has been suspended for a policy violation, I guess, about the usage of the phone. Oh, so that's. So that's happening. That's I'm sure the thing. teacher got fired, too, but. Yeah, but that's not what's getting talked yeah, about. Too it's late. talking about how the kid gets suspended. Vice Media, phone. once worth $5.7 billion, files for bankruptcy. But for some reason, they're still posting shit on Instagram. What else, who else just filed for bankruptcy that, that threw me off? It was a big company. It was like a Toys R Us level style fucking thing doesn't matter yeah but you know yeah i don't really give a shit about Vice um, what else did you but see it's crazy danny, you, know, did you see, from the top and then now you're here did you see danny masterson got convicted of rape after a retrial 
uh, Danny Masterson from that '70s show. Yeah, hide. Yeah, no, uh, multiple allegations over the last like five years, I think. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, I'm glad that's finally happening for him. I feel bad for anyone that uh, fell victim to that piece of shit. And uh, I also sometimes wonder how his family is doing with that because remember his brother was Malcolm in the Malcolm in the Middle. He was Francis. Yeah. And it's like, well, what do you do when you were? Oh, and then his sister was that one pregnant lesbian lady in The Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what do you do when you, you and your siblings, uh, you know, are popular in television over the last 20 years? Uh, and then your name is sullied because you have a sibling that uh, did some horrible shit and abused their their status to get themselves into certain positions where they could get away with certain things like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Did you see George Santos got arrested? <laughs> Which one's that one? George Santos is the one that lied about everything, uh, about his whole life and resume. And oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he's charged with making false statements to Congress, money laundering, wire <clears throat> fraud, and theft of public funds. So well, I mean, if you're gonna do it, do it big. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Do it up, light mm -hmm. it up, make it rain. Those stolen dollars, mm -hmm. George. Uh, we all know this, but Biden is too old to even humanely be left to live out his days naturally in peace. He looks like Hannibal Lecter's vengeful chair-bound victim from my favorite chapter in the Lecter saga, it's Hannibal. It's pretty rough. It's kind of like, remember seeing George Bush Sr. do that first pitch out of that wheelchair in that baseball game? Yeah. It's like, honey. <laughs> and I'm glad they that, were. I'm let glad that man were, go to bed. I'm glad they were able to make a meme out of it, but like at the same time. But let that man have what? peace with Jesus. Fix or, it, Jesus. Or it's like when Hillary was running and, uh, and Bill just looked like he got lobotomized. It's God, like, I want whatever on? Xanax he was on, dude. Whatever he was on, he, he was barely there. He was so. And what's funny? Semi present. What's funny glorious. is at the time we're like, oh no, Bill. But then we basically elected the same fucking person to be president last time around. Because you look, you look at Biden, and he's just kind of like. Uh, 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 I like the one where he's trying to hand the pen back to the guy. I like the one where his wife's giving a speech as the first lady, and he walks off to get an ice cream cone. There was an ice cream truck, and that he, I kind of like. He turned, and then he just walks off camera. And then when her speech is over, they they pan over to him, and he's eating an ice cream cone. Like, hey, your wife's giving like one of her first official announcements as the first lady, and you're just kind of like, oh yeah. Oh, ice cream. I'm going to go get that ice cream. Some it's of the like, cats at Caddyshack sent us a message. They're watching the stream and they sent us a bunch of random letters and then Sarah clarified. That's did, from the cats. Did they just walk across the keyboard? I, look, that's what it looks like. They One of them was holding shift, though, I think. You know what? That's really good social media presence, even if it's not the cats. I and think it's the cats the should people. be on it. They should just get on there and just clickety-clack on the keyboard what for else a are second they doing? and then be like, oh, sorry, it was the cats. I mean, they're eating free food. I like when I see that it's like a Tinder conversation, and then it's like some really like just crazy shit, and then they say, sorry, my cat was on my keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I want to lick your butthole through a stack of pancakes. <laughs> and they're like, sorry, that was my cat. My cat walked <laughs> on my keyboard. <laughs> sorry my cat is vile yeah sorry my that's, cat my, is a real road dog yeah, that, was, that was crazy that my cat did that when he walked on the keyboard <clears throat> but yeah teacher pepper sprayed by student for confiscating phone a student pepper sprayed a teacher yeah that's listen not what they're for you shouldn't have pepper spray on you at school for. you shouldn't need to have pepper spray well, on listen, you at school hold on because 
I got a list of this things. This is a time in, in this world, this timeline, this country. It's where, a sensitive time for a nation. You should be able to carry pepper spray in a school. But if you're going to use that pepper spray because you're fucking with your phone and not learning and the teacher tries to take your phone away, that's wrong. And also, it's already hard enough to staff these schools. So I feel even worse for that teacher because they're well, probably still not making enough money. No. And, uh, you know, they probably feel just about as good as one of these fur-covered socks you got on this basement floor. And then they get pepper sprayed for just trying to enforce their lessons upon these students that don't want to learn. But also, it's not their fault that the kids don't want to learn. And also, I mean, I, I openly spend way too much time on my phone, especially when I'm not, like, busy. I, I'm, 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 I'm on there. I'm on those social media apps, and I'm, I'm just wasting my time away. Sometimes I'll wake up at 6 in the morning on a Saturday, and I won't get out of bed till 9 because I just lay there and look at TikToks and Instagrams and whatever else. And, uh, and uh, that's just kind of what happens. And I'm like, well, shit, I could have done something with these last three hours. That's what I did last week. Uh, and oh, are you going to the restroom? Yeah. Oh. Uh, how, who, how's everyone doing? Is everyone doing good? One second. One second. So my whole thing is, if I were a teacher and uh, someone was fucking around on their phone, I would take it away from them. And if they pepper sprayed me, I, I ooh, you know, that's a tricky thing. I, I wouldn't, a knee-jerk reaction, I'd pop that kid in the face. But also, then I'd go to jail or uh or worse and uh and uh yeah no i just if i got pepper sprayed just trying to do my job you know what that's why that's why i can't really do anything that's a public service uh i mean i don't want to be a cop don't like those guys uh but like you know i was going to be a paramedic and i'm you know if i got pepper sprayed just trying to help somebody I don't know how it would work out for me. I don't really have a lot of uh, impulse control. So, Jacob, please help me. I, you left no, me alone. No, what are you talking about? I, I, you, left, you left me alone. Last, I left you for 20 last seconds. Last time you left me alone. You last time you left me alone, we were on a topic. Of you told me to describe a, a, a wooden head that you bought at a yard sale, and I was able to make that into a thing. But you left me in a weird spot. You can't just do that. Sorry. It's okay. Oh, what else? If you got pepper sprayed as a teacher, here's the you, thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you got pepper sprayed as a teacher, would you react and pop that kid in the face or slap mm. him? You, you're a slapper. You're no, more of a slapper. I would lay down and I'd call uh, uh, my attorney, Alfred James Ludwig, and an ambulance I do, in that order. I, I do like Al. Al. Al would know what to do. Al would fix me up. Wait, isn't he a divorce lawyer? No. What's he specialize in? Copyright mostly. Okay, well, how would that help you? He knows exactly who to forward me to. Like, oh, that's good. He's your guy. He's the guy. He's your guy with the connects. He'd say, "Listen, stay in the ambulance. Call this number." Okay, that's fair. And that's what I need in that situation. I don't know. I just feel like I would be so angry and upset. But here's my thing. And my feelings would be hurt. You know what? I probably wouldn't hit the kid, but I'd probably pick up that one desk that wasn't occupied in the room and throw it at the wall. Yeah, I don't think. And that would get me fired. Yeah, I don't think you should have pepper spray at school. I don't think you should need to have pepper spray at school. Well, no, school. I'm saying that it's probably acceptable for them Can to I have read something like that. my fucking bullet pointed list of Go ahead. Shit? Read it. Uh, you should only use pepper spray when you're at risk of being physically hurt or abducted. Right. But I also would want my teenage daughter to have a chance at protecting herself if such a risk were to arise. I do not think and have never thought that we should take phones away from students in school. 
public schools function a little too much like prisons. I've been in and out of them well, for 12 years. Yeah. We need to teach kids to self-regulate. Demanding compliance is not sustainable. The biggest thing with that is, is if they don't want to pay attention in class and they want to fuck off on their phone, then they fail and that's on them. Demanding that a young person of any demographic really but specifically a young person of color hand their phone don't, over to a white stranger in a compulsory even, public institution up, don't even bring up the demographic thing. is it's not just, it's just but, well that's the video in the it's video it's a students. black girl that maces a white teacher mm. and so people are really ignorant about that online and i don't think in any demographic mix-up though that um we should be forcing kids to hand over what they probably rightfully perceive as their property you have to teach them how to self-regulate okay that's a good perspective on that because I, I wasn't thinking that originally i was just thinking what would happen if i was trying to you know force knowledge onto these people and then and, and then are these, these, no, these the young teacher, adults and the then i got should not have been made to feel like they need to take the phone right also but is that a thing what i said about how like oh you know if they want to fuck around on their phones they don't want to learn and then they fail the test and then they fail the the class is the teacher going to be in trouble for that? For yeah, I mean, failing? if test scores don't improve, everyone um, will be upset. Right, but if your logic behind, if your defense is like, you know, I'm, I'm, I tried and they didn't want to listen, and so I just kept teaching, and then they missed it, and then they failed. Is that still on you? Yeah, really, I think so. I mean, you can have a heart to heart with them, be like, hey, listen, if you keep looking at TikToks in class and not like learning what I'm trying to teach you, you're going to fail this class. And then they continue to do it. Can you make like a timestamp? Well, you can document can stuff. You, can you take a selfie with them and send it to the principal? But if, like, you have hey, a listen. Kid, if you have a kid that's not defiant or violent and they just don't want to participate in the work repeatedly, I mean, it's really hard to... The maze thing was still a bad move. There's, I mean, you're really, you're eventually an adult that works in that school district is going to be held accountable for those test scores whether that's correct right. or not. And so that creates this dynamic of, I really need you to take this test seriously. Um, but it's not really about what makes the situation so complicated is that the kid is entitled to that education and those resources, uh -huh. uh, which I believe in. Uh -huh. um, but then you create this thing that's like, I can't get rid of you, but I can't make you do the thing that people are telling me I need you to do. And that's why people leave the field. I mean, that's why I you know left the field. I thought you left the field because uh, you hated your boss. Yeah, but that happened at three organizations in a row. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, fool me three times. Shame on you. But you cuck me that fourth time, daddy, that's on me. Okay, there you go. That's what it is. I ain't getting cucked by the system again. Mm -hmm. Not me. No, Not up in here. That, that's fair. And I mean, I've changed fields so many goddamn times in the last... Seven years that it's just kind of mm. like a, I don't even know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm just out there. I'm like Tom Hanks on that shitty raft in Castaway, and I'm just kind of just hoping that I don't lose my volleyball friend. Wow. What else you got? Um, you know we're kind of over time, and so are I, we really? Yeah, yeah. I think we should just plan on doing another one of these in a week. And that sounds fair. We could talk about how I completely bombed your trivia night. No, no, no. You're going to do great. I know. It's going to be fun. I'm gonna I, I did that multiple it. times before you even started doing trivia. That's there. why I thought I of it. Trivia. That's why I thought of it. You were the trivia I guy. had to borrow your PA. I had to come to your house and get your PA. And they have their own thing there now. You know I'm glad that you I'm glad you streamlined the experience. Oh, yeah. It's going to be 18 easier. teams on average. 
Um, 18 is the most we ever have, but we've had 18 several times. Oh, man. So it depends on how people are traveling and whatnot. Well, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Follow us, guys. Jacob V Weekly, wherever you get podcasts. We have an Instagram page for the show at Jacob V Weekly. You can contact the show using this number on the screen here, 314-626-4208, text or voicemail. You can email the show at jacobvweekly at gmail.com. Original Mm. music by No Antics, Blinded by Stereo, Jacob V, available everywhere, Apple Music, Spotify. You can order the Blinded by Stereo LP on Bandcamp. Also, if you want to get me a new job that doesn't involve getting pepper sprayed, get by baby children, brother a job. Get me a job. I don't. I, I like. I just don't want to. I could also do some jobs. I just don't want to do applications anymore. I'm exhausted. Um, I curate a monthly playlist every month on Spotify. <laughs> Jacob V's favorite songs on Spotify for June 2023 is up, updated frequently. We just hit, uh, I think, two years of those. I've been doing how? No, longer. Oh, it's what? been three years I've been making those Spotify playlists every month. That's crazy. So those are public. You can go uh, follow those. Keep uh, hip on what I'm listening to. And patreon.com slash Jacob V. Jacob V.com. Um, Caddyshack. When did you start this podcast? Uh, October of 2020. Man, we're coming up on three years of Jacob V Weekly. Yeah, we should do a live show. That's crazy. Uh, you should make it a thing. You should make it a whole event. You could do live music. You could make it a three-hour episode. Yeah, that sounds like a lot. An hour for each year. Live podcasts are hard to translate effectively, but we'll see how we'll see what the audience wants. Let you us think know with what you three want. years of experience, though, you could probably do it. Yeah, by now. But yeah. let's wrap this you up, guys. You don't know me by now. Bingo tonight. Right, Trivia tomorrow. Uh, are you doing bingo tonight? Yeah, at the Blue Wood. Uh, yeah, I'm supposed to. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, um, it'll be great. So you're doing, uh, you're so doing like bingo tonight at 6.30 at the, at, the, at the Blue Wood? Blue Hood, baby. Wow. Be there or be somewhere else. Yeah. JacobV.com. We love you. Be safe. Mwah.